Good morning and welcome to Tuesday Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And man, this show is becoming more and more important every single day. We've had emergency meetings, emergency rate cuts, and yes, he's back. Gold is roaring. Uh, pretty much has taken away all, almost all the losses uh, on Friday. Matter of fact, the actions today. The actions today explain a lot about what happened uh, in the gold markets and the silver markets on Friday. I'm going to tell you all about it. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And and all I can do is speculate on on what has happened uh, so far and just in the last say, 24 hours since I talked to you last. We had an emergency G7 meeting. Now, that is essentially, hey, bankers getting together, treasury secretaries and central bankers. Uh, We've only had four emergency meetings ever, Uh, some that, you know, make a lot of sense, 9-11, right? We had an emergency G7. The financial crisis, another emergency meeting. The Russian Crimea was was the third time, and, and that one kind of maybe an outlier. Uh, but again, remembering all the Russia stuff. So, and, and then this one last night, this morning, uh, came off, and then about I would say. An hour ago, maybe less, uh, Jay Powell announced an emergency 50 basis point rate cut from the Federal Reserve. And, of course, if you've been listening to me, I told you I thought it could happen as early as this weekend. Gold's up uh, $46, $47, $48, $16, $42. Uh, silver's up 70 cents as well. Uh, 1735, 36. The Dow is down 160 some odd points. And here's the realities. Most people listen. It's one thing to say, hey, we need rate cuts. And, and we know the Fed has a meeting in a couple weeks. And yes, it's spreading, right? New York now closed a couple of schools, uh, more cases there. Arizona, we got 250 people that were quote-unquote watching. Uh, Seattle, uh, matter of fact, all the deaths so far been in Washington. You know, it's so funny. Washington didn't even have six cases last week. Now six people are dead. Uh, got into that nursing home. So just just kind of tells you uh, if this thing gets at the wrong type of a person, yeah, you're going down. Uh, maybe all of this stuff about don't don't do anything, uh, don't have your disinfectants. Don't have your mask. Maybe all that's wrong. Because I, I will tell you right now, uh, I, I'm shocked at the move this morning because I thought they could have waited till the to the meeting. Uh, they did not. Uh, the U.S. Central Bank rarely, rarely has any type of emergency meetings. What do they know that they're not telling us? Right? What is it that has them got you know so scared? Because let's face it, what amount of rate cuts, 
What amount of rate cuts would have you jeopardize you or your family's life? Right? If the rate cuts were zero, would you all of a sudden say, hey, I'm going to go visit my mom or my dad at that nursing home in Washington? Uh, no. No, you wouldn't. And that, that's the, the, the hard part. Uh, the Dow is actually picking up steam on losses. Uh, right now, the Dow's down over 200 points. Of course, yesterday, the largest one-point gain in history uh, on Wall Street and you would have thought that the rate cut would have helped. It hasn't. Uh, Australia has already announced rate cuts. Be ready. Europe, uh, Japan, I would be shocked within the next 24 to 48 hours if we don't get more rate cut announcements out of them as well. And it has a lot of people kind of on edge because everything's great. Everything's wonderful. Don't worry. Don't be prepared. Then why the why the emergency meeting, and then why the emergency rate cut? I mean, is it literally is what is going to happen, or what do they believe is likely to happen that they couldn't wait two weeks, that they felt like nope, we can't wait two weeks. Let me tell you one of the things, and you know what, they're not going to talk about it at all on the mainstream media. We had a huge, huge line at the repo auctions, way oversubscribed. So the Fed every day has up to $100 billion available. The banks took it all and wanted more and didn't get it. Then they had a special auction, which they've been trying to lower these special auctions down. Today's was a $20 billion. So think about this. The Fed is offering $120 billion of liquidity just for today. Banks needed almost double that number. So uh, the rate cut here putting a lot of pressure. You know who's getting hit here? The banks are getting hit here, uh, hit really hard here. Uh, they can't make any money, right, when there's no rates, right? How do you make money? Loaded money. Uh, the 10-year note uh, just above its all-time record low, one07 Right now, on a 10-year note, the banks are in desperate need. Here's the thing, not just banks. How many companies now are starting to say we're having cash flow problems? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. If you're just joining us, uh, we had an emergency meeting of the G7 countries about an hour after that, uh, we had an emergency rate cut, 50 basis points, uh, putting the Fed's funds rate between one and one and a quarter, right? We got to still do that nonsense. Uh, between one and one and a quarter, the 10-year note uh, back all the way down now, 104. So we'll watch if it breaks one today. Uh, the Dow Jones, after a big rally yesterday, uh, you would have thought the rally, and it's early. I mean, anything could happen. Uh, it's been uh, trading negatively for mo- uh, most of the day since the Fed made the announcement. Uh, it's off the lows. It was down about 400 points. It's moving so quickly, though. Uh, the Dow is right now down 250 points. Uh, Jim Cramer on CNBC echoing what I felt about it because I don't understand, Right. Yeah, okay, 
it's here. It's spreading. Uh, we don't we don't even get uh, numbers out of the U.S. now. We just are being told it's over a hundred cases. Uh, it is now in fifteen states. Uh, yesterday we were at at the beginning of the day in the uh, low to mid mid eighties. Uh, by the time we got off the air, I think the official number was ninety one in eleven states. Uh, now they're telling me the numbers, the most recent numbers that I have, over a hundred and in 15 states. But here was Kramer's response to what happened this morning with the emergency rate cuts. It's great that the Federal Reserve recognizes there's going to be weakness. But it makes me feel, wow, the weakness must must be much more than I thought. I'm now nervous. I'm more nervous than I was before they cut rates. And, and I'm uh, and, and amen, because I think the same thing. How bad is it? What are we talking about? What is it in the data that that this was your justification for, for dropping rates 50 basis points? By the way, uh, immediately, immediately following that, the president came out, and, and I thought maybe the president was going to give uh, Jay Powell an attaboy. Hey, attaboy, because you know the president, and I've been telling you for a long time now, the president wants you buying gold, period. He wants you to buy gold. He's telling you what's going to happen. I think Donald Trump already knows. Listen, rates aren't going to stay at one. We're not done here, right? We're going to go negative like everybody else. So I thought there was going to be an attaboy out of the president. Didn't get it. Matter of fact, just the opposite. He demanded that the Federal Reserve cut rates even more and that the central bank, after it was announcing its 50 basis point emergency rate cut, he said the Federal Reserve must further ease and must, more, most importantly, Come into line with other countries and competitors. So reiterating that we're not on a, le- uh, a level playing field. Uh, Jay Powell's actions today are not enough. And that we need more. And again, I'm not sure what it is that's in the data. You know, I look at things like, and I'm sure you've all seen it. Uh, the other day, someone published the pollution map in China. Right? Did you see it? I mean, there's nothing happening there. And I, you know, I don't want to you know, say there's nothing, but there's nothing happening. There's people out there, companies out there, that track like electricity usage and, and, and traffic congestion as well as pollution, and it's not happening. And, and what are the ramifications of all that? Right, and then we think about South Korea and Italy, and now here in the U.S., and as this thing spreads worldwide, are we going to have other outbreaks? Here's just a, a small list of things, because yesterday, remember I warned you yesterday, it's going to start with these companies. They're going to start canceling all these events, and sure enough, happening, Australia uh, well, actually, first, it started with the Mobile World 
Congress in Barcelona. Right? So Spain, not even on the hot list, but close enough to Italy. The event attracts 100,000 people. Canceled. Melbourne, Australia, Cisco Systems. An event that attracts 8,500 attendees has been called off. They do it every year. The U.S. networking firm normally brings together its customers along with its executives. You know, it's a dog and pony show. It's a a working vacation, if you will. Canceled. Uh, Switzerland. We told you about Switzerland. They want no event over 1,000 people in Switzerland at all. Japan has canceled the emperor's birthday. By the way, uh, Japan is now talking about maybe delaying the Olympics. Uh, so uh, we'll have uh, more announcements on that. Now, that was, again, the Olympics. Uh, not in, I thought it was the Summer Olympics, so uh, they still got some time. Uh, but announced they may cancel it. Uh, The Tokyo Marathon, uh, the latest uh, of the controversy as well. Uh, We talked about today, Microsoft uh, canceled the conference. Uh, Google's been canceling conferences. Uh, And and and, and again, as we see these things happen, uh, significant impacts uh, that are going to occur. And then you think about places like what happens when Las Vegas announces. Right, somebody at blah 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 casino was infected, or or something to that effect. Uh, what happens there? Uh, so a, an emergency half co- half a point rate cut uh, by the U.S. Federal Reserve this morning uh, it has Dow uh, gold up between forty and fifty dollars. The Dow is down over three hundred dollars. The president. Uh, by the way, Jay Powell is speaking as we speak. So if I have updates, I will bring them to you. But the president has already come out and said, that's not enough. We need more liquidity. We need more rate cuts. We need negative interest rates. And as I said at the beginning of the show, huge, huge demand from banks for their need for cash in the overnight repo markets. Uh, dealer submitted a record $108.68 billion, which is, you know, man, just think about it. This is just one day in overnight repos, resulting in the first oversubscribed overnight repo since October. This is the daily one. Normally, the daily one, we don't get the oversubscribed. We get the oversubscribed on the special ones, because you can borrow money for longer, essentially. This is the first time going all the way back to October that the daily amount was oversubscribed. Uh, the, and, and, of course, it, and it makes sense. The size of the overnight repo was just recently reduced to $100 billion from the $125 billion, and right on clue. These guys got no clue. They really don't. Uh, oversubscribed by about $9 billion for the day, $69.5 billion worth of treasuries, $30 billion, I'm sorry, $39 billion worth of mortgage-backed securities. Uh, they were trying to trade in the, the Federal Reserve took all the U.S. Treasuries 
left $9 billion of mortgage-backed. And then, of course, the special operation. Man, this thing was three and a half times over. It wasn't even close. Uh, just it was a $25 billion auction. Uh, and this thing had, uh, let me get the numbers for you. I don't want to overstate it. Yeah, $20 billion offering, $20 billion offering, 71 billion, just on a 70.95 billion uh, being submitted on that one. Again, $47 billion worth of treasuries, almost $24 billion worth of mortgage backed securities. Uh, and so you think about that, uh, three and a half times oversubscribed. So just today alone, banks at the repo window needed uh, just under two, or we was requesting just under $200 billion of liquidity. Uh, by the way, another the Dow is down now over 500 points. Uh, and, uh, and we'll see why Jay Powell's probably sticking his foot in his mouth. This is the problem with this guy, right? He just can't deliver when needed. Uh, the 10-year note, 1038. So just getting ready here, teetering, holding just above uh, 1%. As we continue to watch here, uh, banks in dire need of cash. Here's the thing. Companies need cash. Companies need cash as well. If you're trying to place orders, 800-951-0592. Two lines open. It's been a very, very busy morning in here. Uh, Stay patient. Uh, Stay on hold. We'll get to you in the order that we called. Uh, uh, The loss is now over 600-plus points here as the emergency rate cuts around the world. Remember, Australia started it. We've done it. I expect Europe and Japan to follow suit as well. And as everyone believing that this slowdown is going to be much more pronounced and much longer than people thought, and I already told you, I told you weeks ago, there's no V-shape here. This isn't a V-shape recovery. People don't get to go to work. Right, events getting canceled. You know, you think about, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, think about it. You're a hotel. You had a, uh, you got people scheduled to work. You got the event scheduled. You're all set to go. And a week before the event, hey, it's canceled. Right. Well, guess what? Hey, housekeeping. Let's cut back. Right, janitor guys. The maintenance. Let's cut back. This people cut back. Cut back. And then you think about all the bars and the restaurants, right, and and the caterers and all of those things, right, all of these things. I mean, these are a lot. And I'm not talking about, uh, you know, the event that we've got going on in Colorado next week. I'm not talking about an event like that. I'm talking about, you know, these are full catered blowout type events, big money events. You know these corporations and how they do it. Uh, being canceled, I guess, you know, yesterday they talked about the – the virus is going to start. We're going to see hundreds of new cases a day. Uh, next week, potentially thousands. Uh, we'll have to wait and see uh, how all of those things play out. Uh, but but it's been one of those nervous, nervous days on Wall Street, a day that we kind of thought, you know, and Eric always used to say, too obvious. Right, I would you know fifty basis point rate cut in the old days, gold would have been down 
50 points, not up 50 bucks, right? The Dow would be up 600, 700, 800 points, not down. Uh, but then again, it calls into the thing that happened on Friday. Makes a lot of sense today, doesn't it? These guys knew. Remember, I was telling you there could be this emergency meeting over the weekend. So I was off by a day. They deliberately hit gold, and they did it on purpose because they knew. Could you imagine if gold had been uh, 1670, 1660, 1650 heading into this news today? Right, that would have taken it through, and boom, and all the computers would have been kicked in. We'd be talking about uh, all-time record highs in gold. So they they were smart, if you will, to kind of to to hit gold hard, knowing what they were going to do today. Uh, but it is a very interesting reaction, and I told you I didn't think the worst was priced in, and the central bank, at least on, from my opinion is starting to prepare for just that. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, Ed Martin. As soon as liberal politicians took control of the Commonwealth of Virginia, they got a healthy dose of grassroots resistance by legally armed citizens. A massive crowd of over 22,000 men, women, and children descended on the state capitol in Richmond. These patriots were able to capture the attention of the nation, not to mention the attention of the Democrat governor, who overreacted by declaring an inappropriate state of emergency. Maybe you remember when the Women's March took place a few years ago in conjunction with the inauguration of President Trump. If you don't remember, the D.C. Sanitation Department surely does. Protesters left their anti-Trump signs and other trash everywhere they went. That wasn't the case at the peaceful protest by Second Amendment advocates in Virginia. They showed real class by picking up their trash on the way out. It makes you wonder who's really concerned about the environment. Trash aside, the women's marchers didn't leave much else behind. In the last few years, their numbers have dwindled more and more. Part of that is because they had no unifying message other than hating President Trump. Another reason may be because the women's march has been rocked with scandal after scandal, including one in which anti-Semites had to be purged from their board of directors. I don't expect the pro-gun protesters will have this same problem. Many armed participants at the rally said they are just getting started. The Virginia House of Delegates' outrageous gun control bills might be the linchpin that triggers a revival of conservative activism in the Commonwealth. They have President Trump enthusiastically on their side. He tweeted that the Democrat Party in the great Commonwealth of Virginia is working hard to take away your Second Amendment rights. This is just the beginning. Don't let it happen. Vote Republican in 2020. Trump's words should ring true for those in Virginia and throughout the nation. If you let the liberals take over your state, you could be in for the same gun-grabbing measures the Virginians are dealing with now. The best thing you can do is not to wait for the liberals to take office so you can fight back. No, make sure the candidates you vote for are pro-Constitution and especially pro-Second Amendment. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. It's time to hear the truth, not the media lies, about gun rights. 
At phyllisschlafly.com, we've got strategies to protect American citizens, protect ourselves, and protect the Second Amendment. For the latest on the constitutionally protected right to bear arms, go to phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. blue collar of a man He came from the school where you didn't need nothing if you couldn't make it with your own two hands He was backwards, backwards Use words like no sir Yes ma'am back at- 800-951-0592 Radio News Hour uh, U.S. $20 Liberties and Saints I'll let you pick Seventeen fifteen. I'm gonna take twenty dollars off a coin. Sixteen ninety five. Sixteen ninety five on U.S. twenty dollar Liberties and St. Gaudens. These are the pre nineteen thirty threes. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Be prepared. That's it. Be prepared. There's a reason why. They couldn't wait two weeks. I don't know what it is, but I've got a bad feeling. And my feeling is that there's a significant amount of companies that are running out of money. A significant amount of companies that are running out of money. And what I mean by that, because you look here at the U.S., outside of... You know, there's been a few cancellations, right? And we've got a few problems, and some schools got shut down in the nursing home, and and we've got the quarantine people, and uh, every state now has got a watch list, right? I don't know what that means, uh, but are we watching? The, are they under 24-hour surveillance to make sure they don't leave their room or their house or what? I don't know. Uh, the state of Washington they are buying a hotel. They're buying a hotel uh, that they are say it's going to be ready in a couple of weeks to where they are going to be putting sick patients. So as there must be some a vacant hotel somewhere, I guess that's my guess uh, that they're going to be putting uh, people that that uh, have caught in the virus or what have you. Uh, things of that nature, but by and large, right, it looks okay. But I start thinking about Procter & Gamble saying, hey, come April, uh, we're going to have a problem with about 17,000 products if things don't come back. And I know you see these weird headlines out of China, like Foxconn will be back to normal seasonal production by the end of March. And I'm like, what the? What does that mean? Seasonal production. It's springtime. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, but then when you look at the power generation, you're like, they're not working. 
And I'm not saying that that people aren't working there, but it's not anywhere near uh, what it used to be. And then it's the the small to medium sized businesses. Are we going to start seeing this supply chain problem where, hey, something in a component that I make, whether it's a computer, a computer chip, uh, whether it's uh, some type of a bolt assembly of some kind or what have you, my supplier clothes, it comes from China, right? I'm wondering if all these disinfectants, and I don't know, right, that are being wiped out at these stores everywhere. Uh, is, is there an ingredient, a chemical, uh, maybe the plastic container itself that a lot of these things come in, or maybe the product itself? Are these made in China? Are they going to be affected? Is that what the central bank is seeing, right, they, that, that, hey, uh, we're going to see uh, not just businesses cancel things and this thing growing, but we're going to have, uh, you know, people aren't going to be able to buy stuff because it's just not available. And these are things that, let's face it, uh, if they're not there and you don't buy it, you don't buy it, right? And, and that's kind of, you know, people, oh, well, you know, if you're going to buy a car uh, before you were in quarantine, you'll buy one after you were in quarantine. Not if you weren't working, you're not. Right? Not if you weren't working, you're not. And, and that type of thing. And then you've got, the, like I said, the the other things that, uh, uh, hey, I want to buy it for this thing, but up the route, I'm not buying it. Right? I mean, you know, if you ever go to Walmart, let's face it, Walmart's never, uh, there's always at least one thing that my wife wants at Walmart that's always out of, you know, they're out of stock that day. Uh, could we see a bigger increase? I don't know. I'm speculating uh, I think a lot of people were caught off guard uh, by the actions of the central bank this morning with the emergency 50 basis. Now, I told you we are going to get 50 points. I told you that was going to happen. Uh, I didn't. I thought they were going to wait. I did. I thought they could wait the two weeks. Uh, and, and I'm just shocked by Wall Street's response, at least so far. Uh, how Wall Street has reacted to this. This was, I thought, would be a huge update. Uh, update not has yet to materialize. Uh, the 10-year note, 103 now. I, I, I think that ties the all-time uh, record low on the 10-year note. The president, as I said earlier, was immediately out saying this isn't enough. And I, I got to believe uh, that Treasury Secretary Mnuchin is in his ear. Right, telling the president, "Hey, we gotta, we gotta react here. We've got this problem or that problem," and the president, uh, knowing that Jay Powell knows the same information, uh, has not, at least, has not received this uh, in positive light, saying that the Federal Reserve needs to do more. He wants negative rates. He wants more liquidity. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, how this uh, re, re works out. Uh, Morgan Stanley's chief economist. Central banks are pulling out a playbook that was designed to deal with financial problems and not to deal with public health problems. Uh, saying that the central bank looks like a fish out of water. 
I really think they're a fish out of the water here. They have no idea how to contain or even understand what may be about to happen in the public health area or on the U.S.'s response to that. And again, I think the bigger problem is how much money do banks need? How much money do businesses that have been affected by the supply chain How much money do they need? How much money do some of these global conglomerates who when all of a sudden half of China stops going out, right? Stops going to the store, stops going out to eat, right? Stops spending money. How many of them are going to need assistance? And I think if, and this is if, Based on what I saw today, this thing is going to get worse, okay? We got to get ready for that. Is there talk, and I haven't heard it yet, my guess there is, of some type of uh, loan apparatus to try to keep some of these companies in business? That's, that's my guess what the G7 was talking about today. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. It's time to end the Fed. I mean, this is ridiculous. All the things, all the hoops, all the rights that we give away just to open a bank account. All the rules that they've put into place. I mean, if this thing got real bad, Could they enact all of these emergency measures? Right? No, you're not selling. But I need my money in my market my money market account. I need to, I need it. Nope, sorry. Right? Uh, I want to liquidate my IRA. Hey, why don't you call back next week? You know? Oh, go to the ATM. I, I'm going to get some money. Well, here, how about twenty dollars? Right? I want to close my account. Yeah, no. Not now. Maybe later. And we give them that ability. When we initial here and sign here, hit accept there. That's just the facts. And I sit here and I tell you today, and I tell you all the time, your bank doesn't have any money. Without the repo auction. I mean, tax time's right around the corner. How much how much money are they going to need then? They don't have the money. Now we got, uh, you know, oh, you don't buy gold. Gold's a relic. Who does that? It It's a rock. It doesn't pay interest. See, it used to be why you give the money to the bank was because they would pay you interest for allowing them to take your money, you to relinquish the ownership of it. And here's the funny part. We're not even first in line. We're not even first in line. No, no, no. We're last. That's right, last. Oh, but don't worry. We've got the FDIC, right? Oh, isn't it great? 
it's up, you're insured up to $250,000. Of course, they changed those rules too, folks. You know what? Because I've told you. Yep. They can just issue you some stock in the company. You can't sell it. Can't do it. But, you know, they'll determine how much money you should have in there. If you want to do that, go ahead. That's up to you. That's your prerogative. But you better have gold put away. And I've told you now for the last year, whatever that percentage is that you felt comfortable with needs to be higher. You needed to increase, and you need to increase your exposure to the gold market. Right, we're, we're talking about the greatest country on the face of the earth at a 10-year note that's not going to yield 1%. And our president saying, listen, that's not good enough. It's got to go lower. And we're seeing all, all of the, the male feces that, that is this central bank coming home to roost. Yesterday I shared with you how the Bank of Japan owes 80% of all the ETFs in that country. Are you kidding me? The national debt, we just blew past $23 trillion, $400 billion. <laughs> right? Before this year is over, We'll be on our way to $25 trillion. And remember what I told you about 2022. Listen, this thing, the, you know, all the, you know, the, the horses out of the barn, right, all that, it's over already. And I've already told you what they're trying to do, whatever the crisis is, and, and then they're going to set us up, and the solution's going to be this new electronic credit. That's what it's going to be. Right? The solution last time was, hey, take the gold from you. And then, of course, gold went from $20 to $35 overnight after they stole it from us all. Well, they didn't steal it, right? They gave you 67 cents. And then changed the price to $35. U.S. $20 gold pieces, uh, $16.95. Save $20. That's Liberties or Saints. Uh, gold's up $47. $16.42 uh, right now. $16.42 on gold. Silver uh, at $17.25. You think silver yesterday, we were selling $405. Uh, at the peak, they were at 420. Rolls of Silver Eagles this second at 415. But this is how quickly uh, things are moving. And, I, and I'm just starting to, to wrap my head around what may be coming. What did they talk about at this emergency meeting at the G7? Were they talking about new bailouts? Were they talking about... Uh, more quantitative easing, right, which I got to believe, based on what the demands of the banks are right now, we've got much bigger. And, of course, listen, cutting interest rates makes the banks need even more money. Right? It's not good for them. By the way, the banking stocks are getting hammered today. Uh, but, again, 
I, I think what we're going to end up with before this is all said and done is, is unlike for most consumers out there, having a bank account costs you money. And you don't even get to own it. It's ridiculous. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment on this Tuesday. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour, U.S. $20 Liberties and Saints. Uh, 1695 this morning. Uh, rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles, $415. They've been as high as $420 today at 800-951-0592. And uh, starting to see Cambridge, Massachusetts, uh, study coming out on supply chain problems. Uh, starting to spread uh, along the chain here. Uh, Maybe one of the reasons why we see uh, the central banks acting. Uh, The Bank of Australia had a 50-point basis point rate cut this morning. Uh, The the U.S. followed with their own emergency. This was not a planned meeting. As a matter of fact, there's a meeting uh, in two weeks. There's a meeting in two weeks, and I'm just curious. Could we see another rate cut at that meeting? Uh, That's going to be something we'll have to wait and see, Uh, but it's a very rare occurrence. Uh, The emergency G7 meeting that they had uh, last night was only the fourth time ever that they've had an emergency meeting with the G7, uh, the usual suspects, 9-11, the financial crisis, then it was the Russia-Crimea event, and then the central bank in a very rare, and I want to say less than 10 times, less than 10 times did we have what we'd have an emergency rate cut uh, this is not the biggest emergency rate cut uh, that came during the financial crisis. There was a 75 basis rate cut in that emergency. Uh, the Lehman Brothers, let me put perspective on this. The Lehman Brothers collapse. That was a 50 basis point emergency meeting rate cut. There's only been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Today would be the ninth one. Uh, one was long-term capital management back in 1998, which was a 25 basis rate co- uh, rate cut. The tech bubble bursting, uh, March 1st, 2001, 50 basis point rate cut. Uh, then later that year, uh, they did it again with a 50 basis point cut. 9-11 terrorist attack. 50 basis point. So this kind of gives a perspective of, of how big of a move then the subprime mortgage collapse in 07, another 50 basis points, and then the 75 basis point one, uh, and, and then Lehman Brothers uh, collapsing a 50 basis point one. So this is the first emergency meeting of the Federal Reserve since 2008. 
So you think about all the other years, long-term capital, right? Remember when they blew up in the late 90s, uh, 9-11, the financial crisis, now this one. That's why people are more worried now that they've done it. Patriot Radio News Hour, 800-951-0592. God bless everybody. We'll be back on a hump day. Take care.